You're listening to the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. And uh, Jared, we're, as we're getting closer now, we're, we're kind of seeing the, you know, the, the injuries. Obviously, a big one on the D line uh, for the Chiefs. It doesn't look like Journey's uh, uh, going to go on the O line uh, for the Chiefs. Uh, injuries are a factor, no question. But so is so is rest and, and health. And it was brought up. Uh, we talked to somebody in Casey the other day. How you know this is the healthiest Kelsey's been all year long. Uh, we've seen it in the last month. Uh, the difference he's made. When, when you look at at this defense of the 49ers, how do you, do you think they're capable of slowing down Kelsey? I mean, I think it's one of the most capable in the league of slowing down an elite tight end. You know, they have Fred Warner, who is probably the best linebacker in football. And they have Dre Greenlaw, who is a guy who, like, would be in that conversation if he didn't play on Fred Warner's team. So, you know, as far as covering passes over the middle of the field, they have two of the best. There's a reason that, you know, they've been able to handle that area of the field so well over the last few years. But the thing about Kelsey is you can line him up anywhere. You can match him up with anyone. You can still beat him. Look what he did to Kyle Hamilton in the AFC title game. I mean, that guy hadn't given up, you know, more than 50 yards to a tight end all season or a touchdown to a tight end all season. And Kelsey did both of those things against him. I mean, he's just a weapon that you can't, stop him you know you got to just devote as much attention to him as you can and hope that you get that you're able to force Mahomes to go elsewhere with the ball and try to make them move the ball with somebody else okay uh Pacheco in the run game the one area the 49ers defense has struggles against the run right and I know people like to have some fun because it is a funny running style with Pacheco but like, do you expect them to just really hammer the rock here against this 49ers defense? Or, like, what are you expecting from this Chiefs offense? Because the one thing that they've proven over time is when you think you, you expect what they're going to do, they come up with a different game plan. Yeah, I don't know if I expect them to just come out and be super run-heavy. That's not who they are as a team. Like, they want the ball to be in Mahomes' hands. But I do think that they're going to try to get Pacheco moving downhill. Like, I think especially we saw in these last two games against Detroit and Green Bay, if you attack the perimeter of the 49ers' defensive line, they're not as good against the run as they are up the middle. Being able to get something going on the edges, try to break a few tackles, break a big play here and there, I think that's the kind of thing that they could get going. If you're trying to run right up the middle against them, though, where they've got Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave and then those two linebackers in the middle of the field too. I don't think that's the way to attack them on the ground. You want to try to get something going to the edges of the defense and see if they can, you know, not hold contain out there. From a 49er perspective, right? Uh, everybody was like, oh, geez, wasn't a great first half against Detroit, but then they really took over in the second half. And I, we all know that Detroit mm-hmm. maybe should have uh, kicked a field goal one time or another. But, uh, you know, that was really kind of the only time that the 49ers had that lackluster of a first half. Right, like, are we are we putting too much emphasis on the bad first half and, and overlooking all the good they've done all year? Because you could argue the Forty ers have been the best and most consistent team from start to finish this year. Yeah, I mean, I think we probably are. You know, it's it's recency bias. There's a reason that it plays in for everybody. Like they have been like the way that they played for the other eighteen and a half games that they played throughout this season is more than likely more representative of the kind of team they are than the way they played in the first half of the NFC title NFC title game. Like we've, we've seen how good a team they are throughout the entire season. And 
it was a very uncharacteristic half that they had. You know, they had turnovers. They had a defense, defense that was not really able to get a stop. And then and once they got they going got downhill, they, they looked a lot like the team that they were for pretty much the entire, entire year. year. That doesn't, doesn't mean that they're going to come out and, you know, blow the doors off the Chiefs, but we shouldn't we should expect them to, you know, you know down, down three or four scores in the first half. Either. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, that's, no, that's fair. fair. Do you, Do you see, see the, like, <laughs> and I love and I offense, love so, so I hope I'm wrong. But I kind of see, see this, this game being a little bit of a defensive battle. battle. Where do you Where come do you out on? Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm with you. you. I think I both think of these defenses, defenses are very good. good. I, think I think the one way that it could be the other way is if the 49ers just can't get pressure on Mahomes at all. If he's able to sit back there like he has been for the most part through the first three playoff games for the Chiefs, I think that gets, you know, very dicey for that 49ers defense very quickly because the strength of their defense is up front with the exception of Trevorrow Ward on the back end. The weaknesses are more in the secondary for them. So if they can't get pressure, if their defensive line can't control the game up front, then I think Kansas City is going to have, you know, not necessarily an easy time doing the ball, but an easier time. And this Kansas City defense, I mean, it might be the best defense that San Francisco has faced all year, and it's them or the Ravens defense that sort of shut them down earlier in the year, too. And uh, it should really try to move the ball, and they've already faced three really good offenses in the postseason and helped those teams to, you know, almost nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, well the, other the other thing, thing is, is against, against the Ravens, Ravens the, Chiefs the Chiefs offense had five consecutive series, series where they punted, punt, and then they and then took they a knee on the last one to end the game. Right, like, right, like, and their, and their defense, defense still held him in while basically their offense doing, doing nothing for that, for that long a time. time. Right, against the guy who just won the MVP. Now the overall Ravens offense, I don't think is dangerous as the 49ers offense, but. You know, that's, you know, that's now, now and the Ravens, Ravens defense, defense, I think, is better than the 49ers, 49ers defense. defense. But that really didn't get talked about enough about how, how you know, the, you know, the Chiefs, Chiefs offense did not, did not like, their, their defense, defense won them the, the AFC championship. championship. Do you think, think their defense, defense can win them win the, the Super Bowl? Super Bowl? Yeah, I, yeah mean, I, mean, I think their defense has pretty much gotten them here through this playoff run. I mean, they, they shut down, you know, you know Tua and Tyree Hill and Jalen Waddle and Raheem Mostert and Devon Aitken and that whole group. Then they, then they held Josh Allen down, down, and then they and held the, the, the MVP down. down. Like they've, they've done, done it three games in a row in the playoffs. They did it all throughout the regular season and kept that team, you know, you know among, among the best in the AFC, despite the fact that offense didn't give the type of performance that we've gotten used to seeing from, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Reed teams over the years. Like, I would not put past them at all to be the unit that leads them. And even if the Chiefs don't score, you know, 30, 30 points, points or whatever. whatever. They can absolutely still win the game because of how, how good that defense is. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, so what, what, what is, is your one, one game, game breaker, breaker that, that you feel, feel is necessary, necessary for either, either team, team to win? To win. Like, what's, what's the one, one thing, thing that one of these teams, teams are for, for Casey's case first to start there and then San Fran? The area you feel they'll have to succeed at to win. I think it's actually, actually it's the same thing. thing. Like the, the offensive, offensive line for Kansas City has to keep Mahomes well protected, and the defensive line for San Francisco has to make it so that he's like running for his life, like he was in the Super Bowl against the Bucks, and just does not have having to go anywhere to go anywhere with the ball, and isn't able to to make plays outside of structure or scramble. Like that, that's the battleground of the game that's most important for me. One last, last one, one uh, for you. Any awards, awards last, last night, night for the, for the NFL, NFL standout to a surprise? surprise? I mean, I was pretty surprised that DeMar Hamlin didn't win comeback player of the year. I mean, I, I thought if he made it onto the field at all this season, then he did. Then it was like a slam dunk that he was going to win. 
Um, you know, you know Joe, Joe Flacco, Flacco came, came back, back from being, being the Jets, Jets and being old, old, I guess. I guess. But, but, you know, good for him, him. but uh, I, I really thought that DeMar Hamlin would win no matter what. It, it, it was, that, that was, was a little surprising to me, uh, uh, to be honest. Be honest. Right? But, but, but other than that, like, like Lamar Jackson, Jackson. Uh, now, I, I saw, saw some people, people put, put out stats from Dak, Dak Prescott to Lamar Jackson, Jackson. And looking Look, at games, games played, played and yards, yards and total, total touchdowns and everything else, and said, hey, he matched up fairly well. What would you make about the MVP race? Did they get the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Right. Yeah, I yeah, had Lamar. Um, we did our did role with CBS as well. well. I think I you think can make reasonable arguments for multiple, multiple guys. guys. It wasn't the season, season that, that I think had, had like, like a slam dunk, dunk obvious, obvious candidate. And, and I think a lot of that is because the traditional candidates that we view as the guys that are going to be in the mix every year, like your you know Mahomes and Josh Allen, didn't have their best season. And I think Lamar's had as good an argument as anybody, you know. Some of some the reasons reason that he didn't have the traditional counting stats and some other, other guys, guys is because, because, you know, you, you look at it like Jalen Hurts had all those rushing touchdowns because he gets get touch push so much and whatnot. If Lamar, if Lamar Jackson had, you know, eight, eight more rushing touchdowns instead of that other thing, Gus Edwards with one yard rushing touchdown, maybe people might have felt differently about the way his counting stats look. But he was obviously unbelievable throughout the entire season and then especially toward the end of the season as they really took over the AFC and kept up kept on knocking off contender after contender and in those games he was really, really good as well. Like like he performed at a level I think that was representative of an MVP season, if not necessarily like, you know, where Mahomes was last year or maybe Maybe even where Lamar himself was during the first MVP season. season. It's just the competition was not, not, I, I don't I think, think that the, the highest, highest level of play would reach from most of the best, best candidates this year. year. So even though Lamar wasn't as good as he was in his first MVP season, season, I think that I think was a pretty good argument for him to be at this year. Awesome, awesome. stuff. Who are you Who picking, Jared? Jared? Well, I well, picked the Chiefs over the 49ers before the season, and uh, neither one of those teams has given me any much more reason to budge off that, so that's what I'm, what I'm thinking right now. Yeah, yeah both, both the teams in the final. final. Wow. wow. Ever heard that before? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I I don't, don't think, think I hit both before. Or, no, I've hit you know one or the other. other you know, I picked the Chiefs to win, to win last, last year, but I also I picked them to win over the 49ers last year. So, so. well, uh, hey, we'll, we'll see if the Chiefs can go back to back and uh, have their third, third title, title in five seasons. Uh, enjoy, enjoy the Super Bowl, Bowl Jared. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. 